Okay. Today, I am with Tim Elmore, and he is joining us in Nashville, Tennessee. I have known Tim for quite a while. In fact, we sit on a board of directors together, and I have come to love him in a business way that it's hard to imagine because this man helps young adults grow into leaders. He's been side by side with John Maxwell at a very young age, worked with him, and now they're back together again, doing things to help our world. And think about it. Our youth are the ones that are going to be taking care of you as leaders when you get to be my age. So this is very <laughs> important. Tim, thanks for joining us today. Diana, I love every minute I've got with you. I love you right back. It's so fun when we get to lock arms and do something together. And this event in March is going to be just that. I can hardly wait. It is. And the reason I chose you, Tim, is because right now, Harvard Business Review and the Institute of Stress is telling us that 94% of the American workers are in stress right now, and it's causing havoc with relationships. Well, this is so important. And you're going to be speaking to us about the five generations in the workplace that causes a lot of stress, not knowing what to do to speak their language and build that relationship. So share with us a little bit. The floor is yours. Take as much time as you desire. You're so kind. Well, this is a subject that's become a passion of mine, decades now in the making. Um, so just like we know that when we fly to another country, we get off that plane and know, I've got to do some work here to connect with these people here in China or Ukraine or wherever because they speak a different language here. They have different customs here. They have different values here. Bingo. I think when a young employee enters the workplace from generation Z at 22, they're going to be quite different than a baby boomer or a Gen Xer or whatever. And we have to do the work that we would do in China, but right there in our office with a person that may bring a different language. They do. And different customs and values. So our day together, my part at least, is going to be knowing, first of all, how to understand that person from a completely different generation from you, how to connect with them well, how to offer feedback to a fragile generation. And they sometimes come in very fragile. Uh, they're not used to harsh and hardship, hardship because mama didn't raise them that way, perhaps. So I love Generation Z. I love millennials, but we're going to talk about how do we really connect with them and pull out the very best? How do we make each generation actually a competitive advantage for our organizations? That's what we're going after. I, I love, it sounds like you're taking a stand for their greatness. Yes. And we already know that many of them right now are standing for their limitations. Yeah, and I love the fact that you're going to help people grow into their potential. Now, my husband... He grew up with rations from the war. He had yeah. a little book that we still have today, Tim, that he would have to have stamped to get the rations that they gave mm -hmm. out. I wasn't raised in that, even though we're not that far apart. I'm in the baby boomer generation. Yeah. Well, my kids and my grandkids now are all in different generations. I've got a 13-year-old granddaughter and I've got a 24 and 25-year-old grandsons and a 35-year-old granddaughter. Look at all the generations yeah. that I get to communicate with. So what would you say to me to build relationships even with my grandkids? Well, my goal whenever I speak on this topic is not to stereotype, 
uh, to understand. And of course, as a grandma, you want to understand them. So I would say, first, we've got to learn to ask questions. Um, I always want to tell them when they've done something wrong because they don't get it, but I need to lead with questions. And then after I ask questions, I need to listen well. It does little good to ask questions unless I'm willing to listen. And then next, I need to empathize. I wasn't raised with a smartphone when I was a kid. They are. And the anxiety that comes just with the overwhelming amount of information coming at them can can be stress-inducing. Uh, and then lastly, after I've asked, listened, and empathized, now I've won the right to guide them. By the way, that spells a leg. This is a leg we got to stand on when we talk to kids today. Ask, listen, empathize, guide. So on our at our I time together that. in March, uh, uh, Diana, we're going to have an incredible time with practical input. I like to be pracademic. I want to be research-based, but very practical. And what I offer is ideas and strategies to connect with either your grandchild or that young team member you've got under you that you go, I don't get this person and maybe I never will. You can, and I'm going to make sure you, you understand how to do it. Well, and many of our attendees are realtors in the sales force. Yeah. Well, right. boy, you've got to connect with those clients and you're helping us to learn how we can up the production that we have because we're speaking their language. It reminds me of a story that John Maxwell uses. You've heard it. I've heard it. Many have about when he was in China and he was sitting at the table and the gentleman asked him, so what do you think is the strongest language or the best language to use in the world? And he thought for a minute, and because he was in China, he said, well, I guess it's Mandarin. And he goes, no. And so John kept guessing and he kept ah. saying no. And finally he said, it's your customer's language. And Ooh. that's what you're gonna help us with. We're gonna be able to speak their language and connect in a way that we've never connected before. Tim, I am so excited. March 25th and 26th is when our attendees will be there. You're on the docket for tw the 26th. VIP people will be able to have lunch with you and do a Q&A session with you after you have spoken. So do you have any parting words? as we talk to our attendees today. Absolutely. If you're considering viewer uh, coming to this, but you're not quite sure, can I tell you, I know enough about Diana and the whole tone that she sets. This is going to be a different spirit. It's going to be warm and you're going to get something for work, but you're going to get something for your personal life. So it will feel different. You'll be glad you came and you may regret if you didn't. So I want to encourage you to join us. Diana, I love you. I can hardly wait to be with you in, in, in March. Well, I love you too. I look forward to it. And I'm excited you're bringing your wife. I trust that the people listening will be thinking about bringing their spouse along so they can grow together. Thanks again, Tim. You bet. Good to be with you. Thanks.